Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I am here to help you plan and prepare for the birth of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Middeberry, and today we are going to be chatting about why informed consent is so important. When you start looking into birth education, especially in like the home birth community or evidence-based care, the phrase informed consent gets thrown around a lot. Informed consent is granting consent with the knowledge of the possible risks and benefits that come with granting that consent. Unfortunately, in the birth industry, informed consent has become a very rare commodity. As a patient, you have the right to informed consent. Even if you have a very knowledgeable and open provider who practices evidence-based care and really gives you a lot of the information that you need and gives you an unbiased opinion on things, you still need to be informing yourself. It's your job to. I think it is just assumed that our providers are going to give us that informed consent And they never tell us, hey, you need to go inform yourself on XYZ so that you can make these decisions for yourself and for your baby. It's very common for them to just ask us what we want, depending on the decision that needs to be made, and then just assuming that we informed ourselves. They don't let you know these decisions in advance. It's your job to inform yourself of that as well. So let's chat about why informed consent is so important. Informed consent ensures that you're the one making the decisions. When I had my first baby, a lot of the decisions were made for me because they were never presented as decisions to be made. Things like continuous monitoring and IV fluids and cervical checks and pushing on my back were things that were not ever presented to me as decisions to be made. It wasn't, would you like your cervix checked? It was, it's time for your cervical check. It's manipulative, it's wrong, and they're not asking for your consent. This is happening more often than not. So when you are informed, you understand all of the decisions that you get to make surrounding your birth. So whether something is presented to you as a question or as a demand, you know the difference. That way you can respond and act accordingly. That rolls right into our next point, which is informed consent allows you to better advocate for yourself. I hate to say it, but when you know what you're talking about, a doctor is more likely to take you seriously, less likely to put up a fight. You're going to be advocating for yourself more confidently. You're going to know what you're talking about. You're going to know your limits and your rights as a patient. By having this skill set in the delivery room, you are upping your chances of getting what you want for your birth. When I had my third baby, which was the last baby that I had in the hospital, I was laboring on my hands and knees in the hospital bed. I told the nurses that I was ready to push, and they had me get on my back. I asked to stay how I was, and they said, no, you need to get on your back. And while my baby was crowning, I had to turn my entire body over so that I could lie on my back to give doctor the best view. In the moment, I was way too tired to fight them on it, and it was something that I wasn't really properly prepared to fight them on. In my efforts to prepare for that birth, I had looked into different birthing positions and saw all the different options available to me, just assuming that my provider would allow me to do those things. There was never any discussion prior to this, and that is my fault. I also did not know my rights as a patient. I was simply not informed enough to properly advocate for myself that day. Being informed is also going to help you better navigate 
any unplanned turn of events. You can inform yourself and make a picture-perfect plan for yourself and prepare your butt off for that plan, but there is still the chance that things can go sideways in that delivery room, birthplace, home, wherever you're having your child. If you are faced with a split-second decision, you want to make sure that you are making an informed decision for yourself and your baby. If you are not, you are signing yourself up and your baby for potential risks. Every single medical procedure that is an option for you has potential risk involved. And if you don't know what that is, you are signing yourself up for that unknowingly. If you are uninformed on the risks and benefits that come with each decision, you are unable to weigh those risks versus the benefits and apply them to your certain situation and make the best decision that you see fit for you and your baby. When you are informed, you are making confident decisions, which means you are more likely to advocate for yourself. You are more likely to decline unnecessary medical intervention. You are more likely to choose things that are evidence-based. You are more likely to be the one making all of the decisions for yourself. You're more likely to stay cool, calm, and collected during an emergency situation, allowing you to make level-headed decisions, all while keeping your mindset in check to finish out the birth process. Your mindset plays a very important role in the birthplace. Your body knows exactly what to do, but your mind can very easily get in its way. Your brain's job is to keep you safe. It does this by sticking to the status quo. It's kept you alive this far doing these things. It's going to want to continue to do just those things. That's why getting out of your comfort zone is so difficult. Knowing what we know about birth and the way birth is portrayed in society and the experience of so many people that we know, it's obviously extremely normal for us to fear birth. Your brain is trying to do everything in its power to keep you safe. It's going to tell you things like, hey, if we don't look into it, this problem doesn't exist. But going in blind never serves you. Your brain is going to tell you that you can't do it. It's going to feed you all of those horror stories. Hey, remember what happened to so-and-so? Hey, she couldn't do it. You can't either. Your brain's probably going to tell you that informing yourself is pointless because it's scared. But it's okay to be scared. It's normal. It's human. Your mindset is precious that day and informing yourself actually gives you more peace of mind because it's absolving a lot of those what ifs. Well, what if they lose baby's heart rate and I have to have an emergency C-section? Okay, what if? Have you answered that question? If that's something that's constantly on your mind, have you even answered that question? What is the worst case scenario? Are you preparing yourself for if that what if comes true? These things, these what ifs all sound so scary in your head, but when you actually answer the question, you actually have a game plan in place, it becomes a lot less scary. Which is good because even though fear is so normal and so human and so expected in this space, it's not serving you in the delivery room. The more you can shift that fear and the more you can shed light on that fear, the better. Pain is a perception controlled by our brain. The hormone that is creating the contractions in our body is called oxytocin. Oxytocin can pass the blood-brain barrier, unlike its synthetic counterpart, pitocin. When oxytocin comes on the scene, so do endorphins. Endorphins act as a natural pain relief by blocking those pain receptors, essentially. This is just going to increase throughout your labor because the more oxytocin, the more endorphins. The oxytocin will rise, creating stronger contractions. Those stronger contractions do what the uterus needs to do to get baby down and out of the birth canal. Aside from traditional painkillers and epidurals, there are a few other things that can knock this natural pain relief off its kilter. We already chatted about pitocin, 
It is not the same as oxytocin, no matter what your doctor tells you. It cannot pass the blood-brain barrier like oxytocin can. So while the intended result of creating contractions to get labor progressing is the same, those two things are not equal. The other things are all mental. Fear, stress, feeling unsupported, feeling out of your element. When you're informed, you can start dealing with that fear and stress. Birth can seem so scary before you inform yourself. But once you inform yourself, you then open your eyes to birth being this natural thing that you were absolutely built for. It's the same as when my little girl comes down the stairs, scared because she saw a shadow and it was so scary. And then we go upstairs and we turn the light on and we see that it was like a pile of dress up clothes or a toy or a stuffed animal making a scary looking shadow. Before she knew the truth, she was terrified. Then once she saw it for what it was, that fear and tension in her body left. She was visibly calmer. She was able to climb back into bed and go back to sleep. I'm not telling you you have to go read every single thing you can get your hands on about birth, but you need to be informed on a few things. You need to look into how your body works to birth children. Our bodies are amazing. I was blown away when I had my fourth baby and I actually allowed my body to do what it was meant to do. I left things completely uninterrupted. TMI, but honestly, it's to be expected. This is a birth prep podcast. You signed up for this. My labor started with cramps and those cramps were very intense and they were clearing my body out. I was in the bathroom a lot. Then once I had cleaned and prepared my home, sent my babies to my parents' house and such, my body slowed down on the contractions and I was able to sleep for almost 12 hours. Then when I woke up, contractions resumed and my labor progressed the way it needed to. When it was time, my body started voluntarily pushing on its own. And once I was tired and needed it to be over, I then started helping with the pushing and baby was out within two, three minutes. Blew my mind watching the natural events unfold like that. I had never experienced that up until that point, but I had never taken the time to inform myself on how the female body actually works to birth babies until I was preparing to birth my fourth baby. So I never truly knew what my body was capable of. Another thing you need to inform yourself on is all of the different decisions that you get to make surrounding your birth. Like I said earlier, a lot of things are not even portrayed as decisions. They are portrayed as this is how we do things. This is what's required of you. Most mothers that you talk to believe that you are not allowed to eat while you are in labor. They cannot legally keep you from eating food. So you can decide to bring snacks and decide to eat said snacks while in labor. That is a decision that you can make for yourself. And it's very, very rarely presented as a decision to be made. So inform yourself on all of the decisions, but then we're gonna take that a step further and you are going to inform yourself on all of the options for each and every decision that you have to make. When you know the risks and the benefits of all the different options that are available to you, you can then weigh those risks and benefits, apply them to your certain situation and make an informed decision very important. You also need to know your rights as a patient. I would like to assume that we are doing this by default, but I know that that is not the case. I am not naive. I too did not know my rights as a patient once upon a time. And then finally, I want you to inform yourself on your provider's standard of care. If you have a vision for your birth and it does not align with your provider's standard of care, you're going to want to ensure that you are prepared to advocate for yourself when asking for something different. 
Unfortunately, there is a lot of push and shove when it comes to getting the birth that you want for yourself. Most people are giving birth in a hospital where they are just a number. It's unfortunate, but I'm seeing that a lot of providers are doing whatever is easiest or most lucrative for them. Things like elective scheduled inductions are becoming so normal. One in three births end in a C-section. So many women are being made to birth babies on their backs. Via coached pushing. Even though evidence says that waiting for our body's natural urge to push is best, and the fact that birthing in a more upright position allows gravity to help our bodies do what it needs to do, allowing for shorter pushing times and decreasing your risk for tearing. If your vision for your birth looks completely different than your provider's standard of care, I would urge you to switch providers if possible. You want to ensure that you're not going to have to be fighting for every little thing that you want for your birth. When I was preparing to birth my fourth baby, I knew that the doctors that I had had prior to having him were not going to facilitate the birth of my dreams. Their view of birth was too far off of my view of birth, and it would not have worked. In a perfect world, we would be educating ourselves on our provider standard of care before choosing a provider. I know we do not all have the luxury of choosing a provider, dependent on where we live, our insurance, our out-of-pocket costs. But if you have options available to you, this is one of the biggest decisions that you can make for your birth. The support you have that day is going to directly impact the results of that day. The whole vibe of the day. Inform yourself on all of these things so that you can ensure that you are making good informed decisions for yourself and for your baby. It's going to ensure that we are the ones making all of the decisions, whether it's presented to us as a decision to make or not. It's going to give you peace of mind and smooth over those what-ifs that are living in your brain rent-free. Being informed is going to help you better navigate any unplanned turn of events and allow you to feel confident in the decisions that you're making for yourself and your baby. And of course, it's going to allow you to best advocate for yourself so that you can have the birth experience that you want and deserve. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I have been hanging out a lot recently on TikTok Live and just wanted to invite you guys over there. It's a fun place for us to hang out and chat together, get your questions answered, all that fun stuff. If you're not already following me, I will stick the link to my TikTok in the show notes for you guys. I'm also going to stick the link for my new freebie in the show notes for you too. It's called the Birth Mindset Workbook, and it is a really valuable tool to help you with your birth mindset in preparation for your birth. I just wanted to share that with you guys. If you want to grab it, go ahead. It's for free. And think that's it. That's all I have to tell you guys today. I cannot wait to hang out with you guys again. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.